All right, we are back for another episode of Touchline Thoughts powered by the Garage Door Sports Network. All right, I know we're late. We're still going to do a World Cup preview for everyone this episode. So stay tuned and we'll catch you right after this. For the World Cup, some big news came out today as we record on a Tuesday evening, November 22nd. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo is no longer a United player. Da, da, da. Are you shocked? Thoughts, feelings, emotions? I'm not shocked. After that interview and everything, and he's been trying to get out for a while, so I'm not surprised. I just, what about I, you? I felt, I felt that the timing of the interview was really awkward. I mean... There's been a lot of very interesting timing surrounding this World Cup. So, um, I guess. But yeah. I, I mean, after that, like, I, I don't see how United moves forward with him. You know, because I think at that point it was either you clean house, you clean your coach, you like start fresh in order to keep him. Like, it was inevitable that he leaves, but. Okay, I have a question for you. Do you think mm-hmm. because he's wanted out for a while, this was his like, way to get out like this was planned it is a little odd that he like picked Piers Morgan first of all who's already controversial as a person yeah sports I think it was timed you think so yeah and I think it was timed because of the the way Ten Hag the minute he came in and I don't know if you've noticed this and I and I and it's been bothering me that he walked in with an iron fist yeah alienated a lot of the veteran players like he didn't give them the vote of confidence that you would expect you know like there was it felt like he didn't really respect Ronaldo he clearly doesn't respect Maguire that's for a different reason but you can tell that he doesn't want him there you Mm. can tell he doesn't want Basaka there you know there's people on the fringe if you could have a better goalkeeper he'd also move out from De Gea like he kind of came in with a stick up his ass and so I haven't really been a fan of him as a person and a personality, but the team's producing. So like, maybe I don't complain. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Like, uh, I mean, he's also like older now. He's not old, but he's older too. So he's, I don't know if he's necessarily performing at the level he wants to be or that they want him to be. And Mm -hmm. I mean, they've had so many coaching changes in the last few years, too. I don't know how if he necessarily fits into any of their coaching plans, which is fine. But but I don't know where he goes from here either. No. Well, like, United, though, like, we go back to United for a second. Like, who's really there? Like, if Ronaldo was in the right headspace, I think he's fine. But the problem yeah, for sure. that, but I, I just there, don't think he wants to be there though, either no, way. I think he was just disappointed with what happened in the summer and, and even mm-hmm. in the spring, like his, his mm-hmm. one of the twins passed away or something like that. And then the daughter was sick, and then yeah, uh, I think they were just playing playing him around. And I think you gotta respect him. And and it's a weird thing to say that the you know, a lot of commentators are saying that yo, the little player's bigger than the club, but the coach is also acting like he's bigger than the players. Yeah, there needs to be a level of respect for sure. I agree. Yeah. But it's also, you know, it's not the same club he was at when he was 20. So No, it's not know. the same manager. It's not the same leaders in the locker room. He had to step I mean, up. he was complaining that the like facilities are the same, which I get. That's frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's the same environment. No. No, no. and I think okay let me let me ask you this question you've grown up watching united for years do you want mm-hmm. roy Keane in your locker room paul skulls or gary neville or do you want bruno fernandez leading your locker room i mean it depends like i think he's done a good job okay. Bruno fernandez but you know i when you're i don't think you can compare those groups of people because you know you're talking about like the whole class of 92 that's a whole other era the collective right. is so much different than right what the collective is now so I don't even think they're comparable fair fair you're you're, I like that I didn't think of it that way I was sort of under the impression sometimes Bruno I just question what he does and how he plays and sometimes I feel he's overrated 
but yeah I mean I don't I don't I don't watch that many interviews or anything with him so I don't know what his like characteristics are or his personality or anything like that but again like uh, comparing the two obviously like that was a very successful United run and of course again it's hard to compare but the the coaching environment was also different at the time and the of course you know the um higher ups were also so much different so I think that's hard to compare because there's been so much turnover in the club in the last what 10 years all the amount that there's one coach every year yeah that's insane me, right? yeah yeah so I understand why he's gone I'm disappointed I do too. I'm disappointed with the way he had to leave yeah it sucks because you end, don't ever everyone, want yeah no, I'm just kidding. everyone was like complaining about it, even past players, and it's just like, hey, we're not winning, it's Ronaldo's fault. We're winning without him, it's Ronaldo's fault. And it's like, yeah. At what point it, do you actually take blame and, and surface it elsewhere, or you just leave the guy alone? Yeah. Yeah. Where does tough. he end up? I agree. Where does he end up for you? I don't know. I, like, does he stay in the Premier League, or does he go try his hand at, like, or is he going to go PSG? No, they won't take him. No, they have too much shit going on. He's not going to, I don't see him going to La Liga. He would actually, if he went to PSG, I wouldn't, I would be okay with that in the sense that, you know, Bappe doesn't want to play down the middle. No one on that team really wants to play down the middle. So yeah. You have, you can okay, have but does he go maybe to Italy? But who's going to take him in Italy? He's not going back to Juve. And he's not going back to Juve, but. No, Roma with Mourinho again. He he made a comment in passing that you know he admires Arsenal. And that's what I heard too. That's why I was curious if he stays in the in the Premier League. Yeah, you know what? If he wins the World Cup, he's done. Yeah, yeah. Then he said he's retiring anyway. Then he can retire, and you know, I think even if he gets past a, a like. A deeper round than Messi does for this World Cup, you'll be like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. Enough about Ronaldo. Uh, today's starting 11 is our World Cup. All right. So, Paige, should we pretend <laughs> that a few matches haven't been played? Or should yeah, we just... <laughs> this is our preview. Should we make predictions? <laughs> Still make predictions, but then we'll take the rest into account, I guess. Yeah. All right. Where would you like to start? I mean, first off, I think it's congratulations to Canada for woo, making it into the World Cup. That's huge. So yes. definitely be sure they play tomorrow. So mm-hmm. on Wednesday, the 23rd. So be sure to watch that. But I mean, there's been some interesting games so far. Anything yeah. that like sparks any surprises for you? Um, would you say I'm not surprised that Argentina lost? Interesting. I'm not because I because like sometimes they'll show up at a tournament like they did for Copa America and they'll just blaze through everybody then they'll get Brazil and then they can't do anything or they'll get Colombia and they can't do anything or they'll get to the World Cup and they'll they'll be a little shaky so I still think the next two games are winnable for them but I'm not surprised that they lost at least once in the group I mean I'm sure I think they'll still get out of the group but um this is definitely a confidence shaker yeah i mean i was surprised i i know you're not but i was definitely surprised i think that was like most people were just like saudi arabia is a write-off like wins take taking all the wins but so did you hear that it's now it's a national holiday in saudi arabia because they beat uh Lionel messi's yeah yeah um did you also see the the fact that 11 of the the players play on the same like club team no, I didn't see that. Yeah, so like they're, they're like they this play is in Saudi Arabia. They play in Saudi Arabia for Al Ahly or something like that. Oh my god, I didn't say it. Sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, they're like it's like very similar to you know the Spain 2010 team where it was like either you played for Barcelona or you played for Real Madrid and then maybe one or two Sevilla players or Valencia players. Mm-hmm. And kind of got that vibe with their chemistry. It's like they're so dialed in. They know where everyone's gonna be. Like. Hey, don't, don't be surprised. I didn't see the no game, way. but I heard it was like <clears throat> they played with like a lot of heart, which is mm-hmm. great. Yeah, they didn't get pushed over, right? It's not like Qatar yeah. in the first game that literally got yeah. pushed over. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
Well, that's the first time, speaking of the Qatar game, isn't that the first time in World Cup history that the um, host, team? host team has lost in their opening game? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. Oh, that wait, can we mean. talk about, can yeah. we talk about the alcohol? Yeah, sure. Isn't that, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> For those that don't know, um, Qatar stated, what, four days before the um, World Cup started that there won't be any, like, alcohol served at stadiums. They're and so funny. Budweiser is sponsoring, is FIFA's, like, one of FIFA's biggest sponsors. I think they invest, like, 75 million or something like that mm-hmm. like in or 7.5 million something like that like an yeah. insane amount and they tweeted right after they were like well this is awkward <laughs> i also heard that budweiser is sending all the the alcohol that was supposed to go to the world cup like mm-hmm. supposed to go to guitar to the winning country so whoever wins oh. the world cup they're getting all the alcohol Okay, so if, if Qatar magically wins the World Cup, they're yeah. still going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be ironic? That'd be so funny. It's like, what are you going to do with it? Um, no, I also saw the, the fact that this is, I think this is on purpose that they did this. They waited until the last minute that people bought their tickets, bought their, their whatever they needed to get there. And then they're like, whoops, sorry. And then people are like, well, you don't need alcohol to enjoy. It's like, well, have you seen how dry it is? Like yeah. genuinely how dry it is? You need a little tipsy, unfortunately. Well, and the the um, Ecuador fans were cheering or chanting, we want beer yes. at the... <laughs> World oh. Cup always brings out some interesting stories. It's fun. But mm-hmm. I think they, they purposely left it to the end. Oh, for sure. There's no way that was in their bid. They're no. like campaigning bid for no, no, no. yeah to host what do you make of the one love captain's armbands being i think that's insane like it, I, I think it's also like i saw i know that they didn't wear them because they were going to get a yellow card i think right as the game started i think they should have taken their yellow card and wore it yeah, but like, okay, give me, let me give you an example. If Harry Kane's the one who gets your yellow card and then the same game picks up a second yellow, you just lost them for the next game. Yeah, I think but that's like, what they're afraid still, of. I, I get that, but I still think it's a little bit pathetic. Yeah, but Alex Scott wore it. <laughs> during, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nice. You go, girl. Uh, it was good for He's her. He's the only and... one who had the balls to do it. So, well, actually, you know what? I'd love to give kudos to two, like, women reporters uh, melissa reddy from sky sports has been absolutely vocal about everything while being in qatar mm-hmm. uh, and then alex scott wearing the one love captain's armband like i'm like good for you well and country. she like she she recently had just come out too so mm-hmm. like she's not even allowed to be who she wants to be in this country no. and she's wearing the armband so she's the only one brave enough to do it and yeah which is That's important insane. because everybody else was just like, they fight the fight until the fight gets hard. Yes. So what about Iran not singing the national anthem? Like they didn't sing their national anthem? Oh, I didn't see that. Okay, yeah, they didn't, They didn't because of all the protesting and stuff going on in Iran right now, mm-hmm. they chose not to sing their national anthem, which I think is good in, in solidarity with, you mm-hmm. know, the women fighting over there as well, but it's tough. Yeah. A lot of shit going on in the world right now. Yeah. A lot of uh, countries and federations trying to kick each other out so they can get a Yeah. <laughs> also, interesting timing about that um, World Cup or the FIFA documentary coming out just before the World Cup. Mm. I don't know if you saw it or not. But no, I haven't. But I did hear the FIFA president. Sorry, I know we're, we're getting off topic here. I but know. The FIFA, the FIFA um, president, did you hear him go, I was a redhead with freckles and I'm a minority. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you well, felt discrimination at one level? What? You're still white looking. Okay, so they also, yeah, right. They also, <laughs> so in the documentary, um, a bunch of people admit to being paid off. Like, it, that's the only way Russia and Qatar both got a bid. Like, they admit to it. Yeah. And the the Qatar guy who, who he was like the lead of the bid and stuff like that had been paid off but he won't admit to it and um or had sorry had paid people off and he's sitting there and he's crying and he's like I've gotten so many um like racial threats and and things like that and he like he like stops for a second and you can see him like try to work up a tear (laughs) 
<laughs> and everyone's like, you are so corrupt. Don't even play the victim card. Like, what? So, I don't know. It was a... that was interesting timing as well i thought yeah everything's been timed very differently and the alcohol this um the the speech the intro the frick the ronaldo story if you want to go back a couple weeks everything's been so odd leading up to this world cup it's Uh, been weird but i mean so far a good world cup i think first couple of days it's been good nike's uh released their video for the world cup that was well well done i liked it i haven't seen it yet actually oh and you get a moment it was it was nicely done it's just the imaging is really well done good yeah Yeah. i don't ever prop snike you but i just did so there you go sponsor us thanks yeah please sponsor us (laughs) um any other major stories and then maybe we'll just break down the groups no i think that's it okay um where do you want to start with the groups Uh, we can just start with group a sure let me pull up the groups. All right. Oh, we know it's Qatar in Group A. Sorry? We know it's Qatar in Group A. Qatar. Yeah, they're in Group I, A. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to pull it up. Um, we have the Dutch. Did they always put the host country in the first group? Yeah. That was oh, you. Interesting. You have the Dutch, you have Ecuador, you have Senegal, and you have Qatar. Do you know who's pretty um, in, uh, fun to watch? Senegal. Yeah, I feel bad for them. I think they got robbed a little bit. They did. The like, commentary, I think they had earned that tie. Well, the commentary complained about the goalkeeping. And somebody made no. the, the assumption, or I guess the assertion, I should say, that uh, Mendy is not a top goalkeeper. I disagree. I disagree. Someone I on the TSM panel made that comment, and I in the Premier League. I just was like, "What? Have you been watching him?" He's like, "I don't rate him high," and you're like, "What?" I don't think he's I mean, overrated. I'm curious to see what um, like Chelsea fans think about that comment. But he's like, "I just don't rate him high," and you're like, "They're like, well, he could have stopped the second shot from." From like instead of pairing it in danger, he should have held on to it. But I was like, okay, there was a spin on the ball. Okay. Then they're like, well, he came out too early to attack the ball where um Gakpo scored. And like, but the, no one on the D picked them up. What do you want him to do? I agree. I agree. I, I was like, that's a cut. I I that's yeah. a bad take. Okay, I have a question. If if Mane is was healthy, do you think that makes a difference for Senegal? I think Senegal wins a group. Interesting. I think Senegal wins the group. If Mane is healthy. If Mane is healthy. You saw the way that defense plays. You saw the way that they can move. Yeah. The that midfield was hard working. Yeah, they were just missing someone from the attack. And like they were so good with their chances created. Like they're very lucky that Dutch keeper was covering his angles very well. All shots had power behind them. Good accuracy, good placement. I I feel really hard done that they won. The Dutch didn't show me anything. That's fair. Yeah. I think they would have won the group if Mani's healthy. So I, I hope they come out firing. They're going to have to win the I next mean, group. I think they could. I mean, okay, who do you put first and second in this group? Uh, should I go pre-first-round matchups or should I do now? Now. I think it's the Dutch, and I think Senegal is going to pull away. Yep. I think mm-hmm. as good as Those Ecuador is. Well. Yeah. But, I mean, the Dutch have struggled too, so you never know, but – but Obviously, they have a win right now. Who scares you on the Dutch team? And I'm gonna, I'm going to ask you this question many times throughout the group breakdown. But who scares you on the Dutch team? I don't know. I don't, I don't think they've like I watched that game and it felt disjointed. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't feel like there was one major threat that you're like like for example, we were watching France. We watched mm-hmm. France today, and like I think France is a little bit disjointed, but you can see they struggle with Mbappe. Like you can mm-hmm. see it, you know, mm-hmm. but with the Netherlands, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like you look at Memphis Depay who came into the game and actually spread play out for a little bit. He didn't start the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe you start him next game, but, but you look at that, the fact that they're playing with the five, three, two, and it's just not convincing. And, and that's, that's Ben Hall's problem is he goes in so conservative mm-hmm. that 
to me, like, if I'm playing the Dutch, I go, okay, if we can take the ball away from Frankie de Jong, which was a fantastic little ball back for that goal. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, right? the uh, um, assist, yeah. Yeah, you take that away. Who's getting, who, who's going to do what to you? But that's what I mean. Like, they have good players. I mean, but, like, even, I don't think Van Dyke's been good in the Premier League. Like, I don't think, you know, do they, on paper, they have great players who haven't been performing. But nobody, like, I'm pulling, I'm looking at their roster. Like, I think their defense is their best part. Well, I'm probably going to say yeah. that about a few teams. Yeah. Their defense is their best part. It's like, okay, you have, Diong in the midfield, yeah, you know Javi Simmons, who's going to be a fantastic little player in the future. But like, are you going to put him in? I don't know. Offensively, like Luke Diong, like I just don't see this Dutch team doing anything. And if they do get out of the group and they face a team that is going to shut down their yeah any movement, then you're just going to see what Frankie Diong does now for Barcelona when he gets lost. Yeah. Yeah. Yourself, what do you think? Who's going through? I agree with you. I think um, Netherlands and Senegal, but um, maybe Ecuador will surprise us. I don't think Qatar is making it anywhere near there. I think they're going to no. probably end up with zero points, but no, um, right. especially, you know, their goalkeeper just got injured and stuff. But I think maybe Ecuador could surprise us. Yeah, their their captain Enter Valencia was very good against Qatar. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Very yeah. very good. But now I want to kind of see a matchup against you know De Litt and and Van Dyke and kind of see if you can find space between them. Yeah. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I think they got to put it together a little bit more, but we'll see. Do the Dutch? Yeah. Like the lucky win. Honestly, with the fact that yeah. all the time added is like ten minutes and fifteen minutes. 14 is insane which by the way fifa saying that because they're like well time wasting in var and no you're just you're just you're just someone got paid that's too much it's insane 15 minutes and you're already complaining about players going off injured like senegal lost four or five of their substitutions to injury Okay, the only one I do agree with was the Qatar game when the goalkeeper got injured and he was down for like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But even we're watching the game tonight and there, or earlier in the day and there was like seven minutes of added time in the first half. And we were like, where did seven minutes come from? Because oh, they're like, they're counting time. You know when like you're trying to throw in the ball and you're wasting 30 seconds trying to find your man? They're counting all, all these little parts of the game now and adding time. Yeah, which makes no sense because that's not how it works ever. Ridiculous. Ever. I'm telling, I'm telling you, like, if, if people don't boycott the, the World Cup or don't, like, cut down consumption of it, I mean, we're idiots. We're still going to do it because we like We're going to do but, it. I know. I but Like, my sister was saying that, too. She's like, I'm so conflicted about watching, like, this year's World Cup because of, you know, obviously all the, like, slave labor to build the stadiums and, and the mistreatment of, like, workers and mm-hmm. migrant workers and stuff like that, yeah. but then it's the World Cup, you know, like, it's so hard just to not Yeah, I feel a little hypocritical when I'm like, let's fight this. I'm such I'm... a hypocrite. I, I agree. <laughs> like, all right, I'm should we move watch... to Group B? Yeah, for sure, yeah, let's do it. England, Iran, USA, and Wales. I think England wins this group. I agree with you. I don't know how and healthy think, they are, but yeah. I think they win this group. But they're pretty deep. Yeah, Jude Bellingham is going to be he was good. one of the players in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was uh, surprised by the U.S. I mean, Wales played terribly, but I think I was looking, um, I was looking at the roster for the U.S., and I think it's very interesting. Most of them only one player on the starting 11 plays in the u.s in the mls for i think nashville and the rest of them play in england or in italy or somebody one of them was playing for like um no they had more players the one center back was playing for nashville i'm pretty sure Mm, yeah shaq moore but aaron long walker zimmerman 
Tiandre Yedlin. They have a handful, but a lot of the, their talent is leaving the MLS or they've played outside of the MLS before coming here for the last year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and a couple of them are like British born and raised, grew mm-hmm. up playing for Brighton and now are, you know, playing in, in, for Leeds and in the... Yeah, the Tyler US Adams. Because they couldn't there. make the... Yeah, because they couldn't make the England squad, which is fine. Go play for the US. So I think they have a lot more quality than people are assuming because i mean even i was like who plays for the u.s and then as soon as i saw their starting 11 i was like oh i know some of those names yeah they've got a good team yeah they got a balanced team it's just i don't think they have the right coach it was very evident like it was very evident eh? like they started the game with all the ball but like it never felt like wells were out of the game yeah i agree yeah so who takes who takes second then um I, w- I would say the U.S. unless Ma- Wales gets lucky like they did last game because they really played awfully. Yeah. I think they were lucky to get a penalty. And <laughs> they had Bale rip the shit out of that penalty. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm looking at their lineup. They're, I think they have a much better group of players than than even the, the Americans yeah. at, at some point. I just, they didn't look great. No, they just, I don't know if maybe, maybe they pull it together. They just didn't look good to me at all yeah. in that game. All right. What about you? I'm, I'm flipping between the States of, or, or Wales. Excuse me. I, yeah. I think the second position in this group is a toss up. I, I mean, Iran, I agree. they scored two against England, so I still wouldn't count them out. But yeah, I mean, imagine Iran beats Wales and then has to draw against the States and then they go through. Like, yeah, I don't see yeah, it. Yeah. All right. Group C? Group C. The surprise we talked about. Yeah. Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Argentina is going to win the next two games. I think they make it out. I think so, too. Poland relies way too much on Lewandowski. Levy missed the penalty today. Um, Mexico. Who's that goalkeeper, though? Yeah. Uh, Ochoa is known to be a fantastic PK. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Um, Mexico under Tata haven't been great. Like even I was telling you off the air, like even during qualifying, Canada severely was a better side, even yeah. though they didn't have the top players compared to Mexico, which you would think mm-hmm. was. So, um, I guess after Saudi winning, I think they take second. Interesting. Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair. I think for me, I don't know. Argentina for sure I think it's out maybe Poland I'm gonna I played with some Polish girls this year so I'm gonna go Poland you know <laughs> gonna give them some love yeah I don't know, I, I don't know. that's a tough one for me because after Saudi Arabia winning I think it throws a wrench into a lot of people's like yeah probably um their like little game maps and stuff let's um let's just quickly look at Poland's lineup I mean Top class goalkeeper in Chesney. Yeah, all right. I mean, they do have a good squad. It's just I feel like they're so reliant on Lewandowski. That I agree. I, I think so too. But um, I don't know. You never know. Maybe they relax a little and get better. <laughs> okay. We'll keep an eye on that one. We can only hope. That's another group where I think second place is a, is a very quick toss up. Like I you, think it's anybody. up for grabs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, group D. France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia. I was very impressed with Australia in the first half. Yeah, I mean, they got the fastest goal in the World Cup this year. So Yeah, but like their passing was good. Their one touch was good. They were finding good lanes. But you could tell France was trying to do the, the channel, the left side channel yeah. ball every time to Kylian Mbappe. And you're like, but Dembele can do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I think they rely on Mbappe, but I mean, at some point you could see it in the game. Like, I don't know if um, Australia just got tired or what, but mm. I think quality. Yeah, you could see the holes for sure. Yeah, um, I think the French team is another team that has a very good defensive, like very good defenders, right? Like off the bench, you had Varane, Kunday, like. I just I was very impressed with how deep their defensive unit is. I, I'm a little worried about their offensive unit. I and I, I mean France has so many starting like key in key players injured right now. I yeah. mean Benzema right before 
yeah. going to the World Cup. Conte's out. Pogba's out. They have like eight players out right now. Yeah. Like, and they didn't they didn't pick their replacement for Benzema either. So they're short someone. And they just threw Drew in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not too disappointed with that. I, I'm, he tied Henri's record for most uh, French goals as a national player, but yeah, again, that's another thing. It's like they he look gets some disjointed. hate. Though. Yeah, he does. But they look disjointed, like you said. They they're trying they're trying too hard to do X Y Z, and then at some point you're like, what happens when you come up against a bigger team that goes, all right, we're gonna put our fastest right back. Who's gonna take? Mbappe out of the game, and then what are you going to expect Adrian Rabio to to play with the midfield? No. So. Yeah, I don't know. All right, uh, who takes who gets out of the group for you? They get out of the group. Uh, I think um, I really like Tunisia from Afcon, but I I I'm a huge Ericsson fan this year, so I'm going to say Denmark. I think the whole world's an Ericsson fan. I want I'm going to say Denmark as well. I want them to do well. Yeah. I want them to win the cup just so everyone goes, what? I'm kidding. That's not my yeah. team. I did say it's a out, out in left field team, but it's not, it's not Denmark. It's not Denmark. No. All right. Should we go group E? Yeah. Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan. Now, none of these teams have played yet. Mm-hmm. So it's a true preview now. It's a true, <laughs> yeah, true yeah. preview. Um, Germany won, Spain two that's Spain are favorites to win right now actually the group or the cup the cup they're not wrong they're not wrong my only concern is I'm gonna I'm gonna read out their forwards tell me who you think you're gonna be worried about okay okay Fern Torres Nico Williams Jeremy Pino Alvora Morata Marco Asensio Pablo Sarabia, Danny Almo, Ansu Fati. None. This isn't David Villa. This no. isn't Fernando Torres. But they then, no one like I, I feel like they don't really have anyone in their prime, not prime, but like you know what I mean. Who's who's like hot right now? Mm-hmm. You look at their their defense. They picked up aging Aspilicueta, Carvajal, but. Yeah, but I mean, you do need some experience in there. Some guys, of course. Been and then they went with Sergio Busquets in the midfield. I, I mean, I, I'm not disappointed too much. I think their the midfield and defense isn't bad, especially with the way they play tiki taka. Is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. Like small ball. I think it's fine. It's just is Alvaro Morata going to get you goals? Mm, I don't. I don't think. I think that's where they're probably going to struggle. But I was. We were watching. I was watching today, and the report was saying that. Spain is favorite to win, but I agree with you. I think it goes Germany, Spain. Yeah, I think I would, Germany might be stronger. I would take a Germany false nine with Müller and uh, Musiala over whatever the hell that Spain has for their forward group. Yeah, I agree. I no, uh, I agree with you. No arguments uh, here. Give some. It'll love. be interesting oh. to see when they do first start playing. They they start tomorrow, correct? I think. Yeah, they start tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Give a little love to Costa Rica, though. Joel Campbell. You know, they, they're Brian Reese. Yeah, also, shout out to J- Japan's fans. They came and cleaned up the stadium after that was everyone nice. left. That was yeah. nice. That was nice. Um, I'm looking at Japan's roster. I mean, a couple of familiar faces. Uh, but, I mean, Germany, right? I think Germany. Yeah, I think Germany, Spain. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Anything so- else is an upset, I think. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the next group. The Canadians. Group F. Yeah, our little hearts are in there. We have Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Can I make a bold statement? And I really hope I'm wrong. Okay. I think Canada goes 0 3. You think so? Yeah. Even against uh, Morocco, yeah. Yeah. I hope not. I hope. I hope I'm wrong. Well I really hope I'm wrong. Points, but yeah. I think they go zero and three. There's, yeah. you know, if if Davies going to play first games against Belgium, you have De Bruyne who's going to just just dummy anybody have, he plays against. Have, we, you and I have both said this, but I think it's a damage control against Belgium. 
and try and get your points off of Croatia and Morocco. I agree. I think that, and I think hopefully we can get some points. Like I, I, you know, I've been watching interviews with one of my friends, her husband plays on the team. So I've been watching a lot of interviews and, and chatting mm. with them and stuff like that. And, you know, the, the players are there to play, obviously they're there in the World Cup, they qualified, they earned their spot. And so I hope, yeah, you know, good game plan. Herdman's a good coach. Let's see what happens. But they're they're kind of a wild card too because they haven't been in a World Cup in years. No. So and, and and tournament play is different. Yeah, mm. so different. I mean, anything can happen. We saw it with Saudi Arabia this mm-hmm. morning. So you never know. Does Does Alfonso Davies play tomorrow? I don't know. You know, like he's been in a ton of interviews saying he's healthy and he's good to go. But you know, you always say that for the cameras, or you say, "Yeah, we'll see how it feels." But obviously, I'm sure they're assessing him. I think and... stick him on the bench for the game. You think and so? Have him and have him ready for the next two. Because... Uh, yeah, I'm worried if he goes in too early, he's gonna he's yeah. done for the the whole tournament. Yeah, agreed. He struggled the last year with injuries. To be very mm-hmm. very honest mm-hmm. with you, so I think I think go with a team that will shadow Kevin DeBrena and and make sure to limit him as best as they can. I, I think yeah. it's gonna be difficult, but you know. I Who's your, who gets out of this group for you? I think it's Belgium. And I'm going to say Morocco. I like Morocco's right okay. side. I like the right side. I think Ashraf Hakimi can play multiple positions for this team. They were very good in AFCON. Like, I did follow them. Yeah, yeah. I, like the, I really enjoyed the way they played. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that random upset. I don't think Croatia gets through. Interesting. I'm going to go the other way, and I'm going to say Croatia and Morocco. I think Belgium might. I know. I know. De Bruyne, but dude, this is your boldest statement. I know, and we've I been doing this show choke. for over a year. I think they might choke. You think? And I agree Lukaku? with you. I think I think Morocco has been good, and mm-hmm. I know Croatia is an older. Luca freaking Modric. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I still don't think he was my Ballon d'Or, but that team is bloody good. Yeah. So I'm going Croatia-Morocco, but... All right. Sorry, Canucks. We didn't pick you in those, but... Yeah, well, we're here to I will celebrate every tackle. I will celebrate every goal, every play. I wear my Canada socks today at training, so... There you go. All right, Group G. We have Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Any interesting... There's no real group of death this year, eh? I think Germany and Japan and Spain could be that because the, the Japanese always play well, but Canada played well against the Japanese. In yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they won. So yeah, I'm looking at. I think Brazil takes this. I, I think so too. I think Brazil takes it. And I think Brazil should be smart and rotate their squad. Fair. We've also seen Brazil choke before too, so hopefully not. Not not yet. No. If they play, if they place France in the next round, <laughs> then yes. Yeah. Um, you know, Alexander Mitrovic for Serbia is going in hot. Uh, mm-hmm. I could see him racking mm-hmm. up some goals. Uh, I I think the Swiss seem to be very, very different. They're not that that defensive juggernaut. They're playing mm-hmm. just the balanced football. They are. Um, what's his face? That guy, the Arsenal player. I just remembered his name and I forgot it. Granit Xhaka has been a phenomenal player ever since the last year. Um, yeah. And I think Cameroon, they're always this fun African side that plays well. Chipamotin yeah. coming Grand in from Bayern. Yeah, coming from Bayern being hot. So I think this group is about who's the hard, hottest striker coming into the tournament. That's fair. So I think whoever can score more goals, I mean, that's the point of the game, but I think can consistently score more goals and win. Um, I think I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Cameroon. Okay. Pick Cameroon. Um, just a little. I'm gonna pick for... Switzerland. Yeah. I think they're aged, but I think they're got some quality in there. The fact that Granite Jacka went from a six to an eight to a ten in a span of like four months. I'm just saying that's that's pretty dangerous. I know. Again, tournament, you never know. I would love to see Cameron go through. I think they'd be very entertaining, but 
Nice. I think we both agree on Brazil, obviously. Yeah. In the last group, Group H, we have Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and Korea Republic. San playing with a half broken face. Yeah, poor Son with his mask. <laughs> um, okay, because of all the Ronaldo stuff, you think there's some issues in the Portugal locker room, or do you think they've smoothed that out? Who are they playing first? Do we know? Sorry, um, I don't remember now. I don't I'm going to have to click on it. On. He plays, can they play Ghana first? Ronaldo scores. Win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he scores. I think he calms everybody down. Yeah. Um, and I think they, 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 they win. I think, I'm sorry, I don't think Ghana's going through. I, I think South Korea and Uruguay might go back and forth, but there's so many good players on that Uruguay squad. And the fact that you yeah. still have Suarez and, and Cavani. So I'd be very interested to see like Cavani and Suarez versus Ronaldo. Like the, the, the two sides with the aging, aging um, attackers. I, I think that's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Uruguay and Portugal go through. Yeah, that's mine as well. Okay. So we did it. Uh, player of the tournament or player to look out for? Which one do you want to do first? Mm, maybe player of the tournament. Who you picking? This is tough because I think my heart and soul, the player I love the most is not in the tournament. Yes. <laughs> Everyone knows I, I love Conte <laughs> with a passion. <laughs> and so I'm sad. But... Well, okay, let me think about this because I I need to think about what teams are going to go furthest. Okay. Because obviously, like, those players get the most, like, okay. recognition. Cool. But I don't know if you have one that you, like... I do, and I think it's Jamal Musiala. I think the Germany young field... Yeah, I think he's going to be the breakout player of the tournament. Um, he's going to be... I think one of the best players to come out of it. I, it, you know, you kind of alluded to Belgium struggling and probably not making it out or you know losing early on. So KDB might not be the best player around, but you know, I can see, I can see the German man being the best player of the tournament and also young player of the tournament at the same time. I, you know what? I think Bellingham might be young player of the tournament. You're not wrong. I think there's three very good logical choices in this. Bellingham is one. I think Musiala is another one. And then Eduardo Camavinga for France is the third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I think uh, if um, like if France go pretty far, I think Mbappe could also be a player of the, the tournament. He's going to have to score a couple of goals. I, I agree, but he was good in the first game. He was. Yeah. They were clearly having issues with him. Faster than everybody on the field. Yeah, he, oh yeah he's yeah. a freaking 100-meter sprinter. So, mm. Who scores the most goals? That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think it depends how far England goes. I think it depends how far Portugal goes. Mm-hmm. I think it depends how far Argentina goes. Yeah. I think it depends on how far Brazil goes. I think you can win the golden boot like six goals by the end of the tournament. Yeah. The golden boot. Yeah. And so I'm kind of leaning towards like Neymar winning golden boot. Just yeah, that was going to be. Yeah. That was going to be my prediction too. But I think it's, I mean, you could get a Ronaldo go off at some point too, you know? frustrated scores 10 goals in the tournament yeah yeah okay um coach of the tournament okay this is not coach of the tournament but i loved did you see the senegal coaches fit he has like baseball cap on and his like nike sweats or whatever he was yeah, wearing yeah. i was like he looks cool he looks like i want to be friends he like he was he was arm around the shoulder. All right, we need to do it like this. Let's go. I I, I think they believe in him. That's that's the most important part. Mhm, mhm. But um, coach of the tournament. You can say I don't know because I'm gonna say the exact same thing. I think it comes down to 
yeah. if there's a surprise team in the top four. If it's I not agree. a favorite. I think if you have like a, like a wild card. Mm -hmm. Like if Croatia makes top four, I think the coach becomes the. Um, yeah, I can see sponsor, that. Yeah. All right. Maybe um, Saudi Arabia, just because they beat. Uh... <laughs> one win, all tournaments. <laughs> all they needed. All they needed. Interesting. Um, okay. The biggest question. Who wins? I think. I think Germany. <laughs> who's who's your bet? Can I second that? Because I, I okay, interesting. I really, really like Hansi Flick. Uh -huh. I think that I I really like the Germans. This okay. is good. I this do that too. Good... I was reading some um like expert predictions, and I, a lot of people were predicting France. Argentina final mm -hmm. but I don't know I just I France always chokes mm -hmm. Argentina struggled their first game I could maybe they're in the final I don't know but or maybe they could can make it to the final but I still think I think Germany I think Germany I think um if Spain had a an out and out striker I would have said Spain yeah um I think Brazil might be a very good choice for a lot of clubs I mean they every year come on like every every time they're mm -hmm. there so mm -hmm. i think those those pound for pound those might be your three best teams mm -hmm. so I, I like germany i'm gonna cheer for them and watch them never make it out of the group because such is life i hope they do well i hope yeah. it's gonna be a fun world cup anyways the first few games have been good so agree uh, any other bold predictions or anything else about the World Cup? Um, I mean, I hope no more injuries. There's been so many injuries so far, so I'm hoping they can stay healthy. Everyone just I need I need my off. fantasy, my Premier League fantasy team to do well, so I need them all to come back healthy. How's your team doing? Pretty good. I'm in second right now, so I'll take that. You started low. You improved. I started low, but I'm creeping up. It's a long game. It's a marathon, not a sprint. But any more, any predictions for you? Any insights? Um, I hope I get to watch more games. Yeah. Um, just because I think, you know, not, I want to, I want to at least watch every team play once to have a good, good feel and make a, a proper conclusion. Cause I feel like it's yeah. pieces of teams. Um, so yeah, I've kind of, I know Canada's playing at 2 PM tomorrow. Uh, mm -hmm. I've blocked off the hour and a half or two hours. Good. Um, so if anyone asks, what are you doing? I'm just busy. I'm busy. Don't I'm worry about busy. it. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, we have a massive but... team meeting. I think from two to three tomorrow. I'm just going to like sit upstairs and not pay. <laughs> have it on the back. Have it on the back. Yeah. yeah but... I co-workers okay. who listen to our podcast. So yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, what? <laughs> It's fine. Just kidding. You heard nothing. I... If it gets out, we know who it was. Yeah. <laughs> but um, with that, I think we'll take a little break and then head into final thoughts after that. After finding the remains of 215 children at the former Kamloops Indian Residential School, Touchline Thoughts would like to take a few minutes to acknowledge the land we are on. We pass on our deepest respect and love for the lost children and their families, as well as the Indigenous, First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people, who through our history of Canada have undeservingly lost their land and lost their voice in our country. As we record this podcast, guests and ourselves reside in three major cities in Ontario. We acknowledge each one now. We would like to acknowledge the land on which we gather and in which the region of Peel operates as part of the treaty lands and territory of the Mississaugas of Credit. For thousands of years, Indigenous peoples inhabited and cared for this land. In particular, we acknowledge the territory of the Anishinaabek, Huron-Wendat, Hudunishini, and Ojibwe Chippewa peoples, the land that is home to the Métis, and most recently, the territory of the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation, who are direct descendants of the Mississaugas of the Credit. We are grateful to have the opportunity to work on this land, and by doing so, give our respect to the First Nation inhabitants. We acknowledge the land on which the city of Toronto resides as the traditional territory 
of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabek, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now the home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples. We also acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13 and the Mississaugas of the Credit. In Ottawa, we acknowledge that we are standing on unceded Algonquin Anishinaabek territory. They are the past and present caretakers of the waterway and land that we call Ottawa. We are grateful to have the opportunity to be present on this territory. Now, over to your Touchline Thoughts episode. All right, Paige, that does it for today. Long episode, but like I said, always good to see you. Um, what do you want to leave us off with? Um, go Canada. Congratulations. U.S. proud. Country's watching, so no pressure. <laughs> No pressure. Um, other than that, hopefully we get some more fun stories from World Cup. Hopefully it's more positive news, not mm-hmm. negative news. We've had a lot of negative news in the world recently. So yeah. some positives would be good. It's fun seeing all the fans there supporting, which is great. World Cup puts a smile on everybody's face normally. So agree. it's fun. Um, and it's fun that Canada's in it for the first time in a while. So also exciting. Um, yeah. What about you? Any last Bits of wisdom for us. Um, well, since you can't drink at these tournaments, everyone grab a cup of tea. I don't know. <laughs> Do you have a tea you could recommend? No, just pick any tea up at this point because at this, like, I think everyone's just like, well, we need something to drink. Yeah. Honestly. Did you see? Okay, did you see that there was a person that like had a Coke? I saw that. with beer yeah, inside. Yeah. yeah. And the comment is, if you get caught, you're in jail. Mm. not worth it guys don't risk just it drink some tea man go get some arizona beer. iced tea or something it's basically alcohol because it tastes like poop yeah i think they're serving some alcohol at some of the venues and stuff like that they but... are if you bought the business sweet thing which is like yeah i don't know like an insane amount of money yeah yeah that's for the rich people yeah um not but... for us peasants <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna leave my thought at that. We are not peasants. We can't afford shit. <laughs> We're surviving. We got this. We're just young. It's okay. We got it. No. But all right. Well, with that, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and give us a like or leave a rating. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TouchlineTH. You can follow both of our Twitters. Mine is at Culver underscore Page, and Irfan is at Irfan Manji. Don't forget to follow our network at Garage Door Sport or check out garagedoorsports.com. Thank you. Oh, sorry. I had one last thing. Twitter's Go for it. doing some funky thing. So we may not be on Twitter in the next couple of months. Yeah. You know, Elon really screwed the pooch, but yeah. Um, anyways, thank you all for listening and we will catch you next match day. Enjoy the world cup. <laughs>